best podcast in Long Beach, California. This is Tacos and Workouts. What it is, what it is. Podcast. Orale, Holmes, it's me, Little Hater, the best podcast in Long Beach. And I have with me today a very special guest. Tell him who you is. Tell him who you is. That's right. I'm uh, George Lopez. No, I'm kidding. I'm so much prettier than he is. I'm Joey Medina. What's up, guys? Uh, it's good to be here, bro. We're on the beach. This is beautiful. Look at this. Hey, dog. You didn't. You didn't <laughs> give him the full lowdown, dog. I know. Come man. on, dog. You gotta. Like to brag, you bro. gotta tell him who you is. I have a comedy <laughs> legend with me right here on the best podcast in Long Beach. Joey Medina, original Latin kings of comedy. Tell him who you is. That's tell right. him who you original is. Original Latin kings of comedy. Also, multi-award-winning filmmaker, director, writer, and producer. There you go. I bet you didn't know that. Huh? And actor, too. <laughs> Award-winning actor, believe it or not. Hey, Doc, there's a guy with many talents, Doc. You know, he, he does the comedies and he does the films. He does everything. He's won a lot of awards. Yeah, Stubo, Doc. Hey, Doc, look, I, I know you from the Latin Kings of Comedy, and, and 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 I saw you on that one special. Do you have any other other specials that we should know about? Yeah, yeah. I got uh, Latin Palooza is another special. Um, I did a uh, dirty uh, dirty at twelve thirty all star comedy show. It's another special. And I got some other. I did Que Locos, lo, local comedy jam, um, Cholo comedy slam. Anything with a slam in it, I I think I'm in it. Grand slam. I don't know. <laughs> Just everything. <laughs> Because <laughs> you like to slam things, huh? Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, playboy, playboy, dog. <laughs> hey, so tell me, what's the life of a comedian like, dog? It's life of a comedian, dude. It's uh, it's like imagine being poor. No, um, <laughs> a life of a comedian is a, a lot like like being a musician, dude. You know, you're you're doing gigs, you're on the road, you're hustling. You know, sometimes you make great money, sometimes you make no money. Um, you know, there are times I'm, I'm eating Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Other times I'm saving money for uh, Sizzlers. So it's just, you know, it's uh, it's fun though, man. It's fun. It's creative, and you, know, you meet a lot of people. So it's uh, it's pretty cool. I think it would be cool because like you're you're your own boss, kind of. Like yeah, nobody tells you what to do, right? Yeah, definitely your own boss. Except if you're in a relationship. Then, you know, the woman's always the boss. Oh, yeah. They're, they're always in charge, Doug. <laughs> yes. hey, I always tell, I always say it takes a very special person to be a comedian because check it out, Doug. Look, it's, you got to go to like a different city where you don't know nobody's mm -hmm. and, and, and you got to try to make people laugh. Mm -hmm. And it's like you live off of that. That's like what, what makes you keep on going, right? Yeah, yeah. The laughter is everything. Like we can do, we can do an arena with 10,000 people. Or we can do a, a, you know, a room at a bar with maybe seven people. And to us, the best gig is the one where people laugh the most. So you may have a room. You know, you may do an arena. You may do a theater with a thousand people, five thousand people. Um, but if the laughter is not good, you don't feel right about it. But if you do a, a bar with five people and they're dying, you like that. I like that show better because you get the responses better, you know what I mean? And, and that's, it's all about the response. Now, obviously, if you haven't, if you're doing a theater, you're doing a, an arena, you're doing a place that has, uh, you know, hundreds, hundreds of people or thousands of people, you're probably going to get a better laugh. But sometimes you don't. And you're like, I've done theaters where the energy was really low, and I'm like, eh, it is what it is. Yeah, Doc, it is what it is. Look, it's, it's sometimes, sometimes it's not the comedians. It, it's the crowds. Yeah, yeah. Like... And, like I, tr I never try to blame the crowds, but it is the crowd sometimes. The sometimes, crowd, yeah, yeah. Sometimes the crowd, the energy of the crowd is just because energy is is uh, what do they call that? Um, it's um, oh god, it's the not addictive, but contagious. It's contagious. Thank you. And and sometimes you, and you could always tell the energy if you go to a room before the the show starts. If people are making you know talking and there's a lot of energy walking around, I'm like, all right, it's going to be good. There's good energy, but the place is full and it's quiet. The energy is low, and that's going to come across on stage too. Yeah, I, I recently did the Laugh Factories in the Long Beach, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, and, nice. and it was nice. It was like, it was like 100 people there. I made them laugh, and it, and it was cool, right? And I was like, I got off, and, and, and I felt good. And then like I, like a couple of days later, I did like a small like little place, right, right, and like they didn't laugh. 
and then and then yeah and then and then the one of the one of the fat chicks like sitting in the front goes you suck and i'm like nah dog i'm like it's you suck dog <laughs> you don't understand comedy. Look, you wouldn't know comedy if I if I fucking uh, if it slapped you on the face. Doc, come on, Doc. No, that's true. <laughs> Very true. Some people don't have no idea what 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 being a comedian is like or what a good joke is like. And now, people are judging you. You know. You know, out of from all over the place and uh, anonymously, right? So, oh, that I didn't like that. Now everybody's always brave. Nobody's brave enough to come to your face hardly and go, you know, I don't like this, I don't like this. But they'll do it online, especially under a name that nobody fucking knows. You know what I mean? So it's um, you know, I I don't really give a shit about people's opinion. I want people to like me. I want people to have fun. But they don't put food. They don't come. I mean, other than obviously buying a ticket to the show, they don't pay my bills. They don't call me up and tell me joey you okay you know they don't i do my own thing you're talking about the haters yeah, right haters that's right not, you, not, you not, know about haters. Uh, i'm a little hater dog. i'm right. the, the best podcast in long beach <laughs> you're talking about the haters not the actual supporters the no no that, the supporters uh, yeah. i love and i appreciate and there's a, always thank god there's always more of those right there's more people that always support you and there are people that that'll come like i'll have a film in a film festival they'll come see that I have people that'll I'll do a show. They'll come see. They'll come to that, and I appreciate those people a lot. Even the ones that can't, you know, come or they live somewhere else. Or but as long as they leave a nice comment, I, I'm I'm so appreciate that. I love that. It makes me feel good. But there are a lot of haters out there. You're right. And, and haters, look, majority of the haters are assholes and, and just sad about their own life. So now they want to they want to jump into other people's lives, right? But just don't pay attention to them. Yeah, it's like people that like hate are like people that are like not doing like better than you. Yeah, and they no, want they want to bring you down to that level. Yeah, hardly anybody who's doing better than you will criticize you. It's always somebody not doing as much as you that criticizes you. So you know, it's like people like, yeah, you know, I didn't like your movie. I'm like, well, let me, uh, did you make one? No, then shut up. What are you <laughs> You know how hard it is to make a movie, dude? You idiot. <laughs> you That's what I tell people. Uh, somebody, somebody was was criticizing me about my podcast, and I go, well, you got a podcast? And they're like, no, and I go, they shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not only that, like, let me tell you something. Like, you put energy be, you put energy behind your podcast. You know, we, we got on the phone. We talked. We talked a few times pa -da -pa -da -pa -da -pa to, to set it up. That takes time. That takes energy. We're here laying at the, hanging out on the beach, which is great, a great idea. It really is. The number one original guy to do it, Doc. That's right. <laughs> Man, this is dope. Look, we got a dog over here behind you. He's just chilling. Watch out, Doc. He, I don't got no biscuits, Doc. <laughs> he wants to be a movie star. Look, he's just hey, laying down. He, no, he's no, part no. of the podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's, um, you know, you got your equipment, you got cameras, you, you got perfect shade, you know, and it's like, um, it takes effort, man. And a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people don't take effort. To put, you know, like I, like I was telling you off camera that I, I'm, you know, I'm setting up my podcast to do it again, but I'm very picky, so I, I'm not going to do it until I get it right. You know, I'll mean? help you, Doc. I'll help uh, you. you. Got, I got you, man. You got, me. you got me. <laughs> I'll tell you how to do it, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Doc. One thing that people like don't know that much is you used to, but you used to be a boxer too, Doc. Yeah, like a hundred pounds ago, man. I was a boxer. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was a professional boxer. I was an amateur boxer, obviously first, right for for a while, Golden Gloves. Junior Olympics, all that stuff, and then, um, then I moved from New York City to Arizona, and I became a professional boxer there, and it was fun, man. It was good. I was in shape. I, I was, you know, I, I was thin. And then when I stopped, I blew up like a life raft, man. <laughs> when when you did the Latin Kings of Comedy, you still look good, die. Thank you, but you know what? I'll tell people secrets. Like, I don't care. Like not not every secret, obviously, but like I was wearing a girdle. During the Latin Kings of Comedy, dude, underneath that, because I had a little pancita, and, I, and it was like, man, I don't like it. So I went to Macy's, and I bought a, a big-ass girdle, not a big girdle, but a girdle to hold my stomach in, and I, and I had the shirt on, and I, I looked good with that girdle, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even up. think I could fit in that girdle anymore. That's how bad it was. <laughs> I was watching it, like, uh, just the other day, dog. You made me laugh, dog. Thank you, brother. <laughs> and there was another comedian on that show who's wearing a girdle as well, and I'm not going to mention who it is. But I wasn't the only one. It was George. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'm not gonna say Somebody else on that show had a girdle, but I'm not going to say anything. Nah, nah, it's, it's all right. It's all right, Doug. <laughs> so uh, um, so what, what's harder, like, um, you know, like being a boxer or being a comic, Doug? You know what, dude? To be honest, it's a great question. And they're both the same. Because 
boxing and comedy are very much the same. It's it's an individual sport, right? It's an individual art form. It's us against the audience. It's us against the opponent, bo the other boxer. And it's all about momentum. It's all about, you know, um, changing energy. It's all about punchlines and punches, right? So, like, for instance, you know, let's say you have a joke that kills, always destroys, and then you do it, and, no, and they don't laugh. You're like, uh-oh. And you got to start backing up. You got to start like doing little jokes. Same thing in boxing. You let's say, you know, you have a great left hook, and you hit a dude with a, a great perfect left hook, and he just looks at you. You're like, okay, I got to start throwing jabs now. I got, I got to pepper him yeah, in. Like. Yeah, that, that left hook is not working. <laughs> you know. So and it's just it's very much the same way, man. It's momentum. Like there's times in a in, in on stage where there's times on stage where, you know, as soon as you start, it's easy. You got it. You, and then there's other times you're like, man, it's I'm not doing well. I have to, I have to get him on my side. Same thing with boxing, where you know you you join you jump in right away, and it's uh, LAPD. You jump in right away, and um, it, it shouldn't pick it up. Oh, okay, very, very little, if any. All right. So you know it's um in boxing, you know it's the same thing in boxing. You know you. You gotta change momentum. Everything's going good. This guy's pretty easy, and sometimes it's not. You're like, "Ooh, I gotta, I gotta change my plan because this plan ain't working." It's exactly the same, man. Exactly the same. It's like it's it, it, it's it's like I've been in a situation when I'm doing comedies, and and the same thing. Like I'm hitting them, and, and it's not working out, and I'm like, "Throw me the light! Throw yeah. me the light! <laughs> Get me yeah, out of here, coach!" <laughs> when I first started doing stand up, I was like, "Man, I wish someone could throw it in the towel, man. Oh, please, <laughs> like stop the fight right now. I'm getting killed." <laughs> <laughs> hey, Doc, you know what? It's, it's, it's luck luckily, you know, like, for me, it's like, like, I'm not doing, like, big time shows right now. I'm doing, like, you know, like, five, ten minutes, you know? Right, right, right. So it's like, to me, and, and I'm not getting paid. So to me, it's like, when I, I don't, when I'm not, like, getting the reaction from the crowds, I don't like wasting people's time. So I just say, okay, I'm out. And then I just, like, you know, like, I say, thank you. And, and I let the next homie hit it, you know? Right, right, right. I'm like, if I'm not, if I'm not cutting the mustard. Maybe the next battle will do him. And then also, I like to get off because, uh, you know, like, I don't want to hog the, the, the mic and then bring that, the energy level low. Right, right. So if I'm bombing, it's like, have respect for the next battle, right? You know, that's oh, yeah, how I yeah. do it. Well, that's the thing. But, but, you know, the thing is, sometimes, like, if you're headlining, you don't have a lot of a choice. You don't have a lot of choice. You got to finish your time, right? So, which is like roughly 45 minutes, right? Let's say. And that's a, a headlining position. A lot of clubs, people think I'm the headliner. I'm like, you're not a headliner. You just went last. Everybody's doing 20 minutes or everybody's doing 10 minutes. You went last. You're not a headliner. You're, you, you're last. But a headliner is somebody who does 45 minutes to an hour, right? So, if you're doing 45 minutes to an hour and you're getting paid for that, you can't get off. You gotta stay on stage and just take the beating, dude. <laughs> I, I recently learned that, Doug. Like, 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 like. One of my homies was up there, like, in like for twenty minutes, and then I told my friend, hey, "He's not doing so good. Why doesn't he get off?" He goes, "He can't, Doug." And I go, "What do you mean?" He goes, "No, he got paid to do 20. Yep. And I was like, "Oh, we have to like, we still got ten more minutes." Or like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we do, Doug." <laughs> now, sometimes the booker, like, if I was booking a show, and somebody was dying. Even though I paid him for a certain time, I'll give him a light early so he can get off early. Because I believe it's better for the show, right? It's better for the show that the guy gets off early. <laughs> and um, but but you know sometimes you you, you don't. You got to go up there and just do the time, man. And the funny thing is, as comics, we always make fun of our friends who 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 have a bad show. Like we to us, that's the funniest thing. It's like watching our friend fall downstairs. It's like, oh, dude, you ate it, you know. <laughs> and they're like, oh, wait, I'm next. We hope I don't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that must be like a generational thing, Doug. Because yeah, me and my me and my homies, we don't do that. Oh, you don't? No. Oh, like, no. Well, I mean, they don't. They don't. But you know why? Probably is because you guys probably eat it a lot. So that's probably why. <laughs> Not me, dog. <laughs> no, no, like, for instance, what I mean is, what I mean is, like, like I have a, a great friend, a really good friend of mine named Drew, right? He uh, he, he always kills. But one time I, we did a show, and he ate it, man. He was dying. And I was in the back cracking up, and he got off stage. He felt bad. He's like, man, I'm sorry, man. I'm like, what are you sorry for? He goes, yeah, I sucked. I go, dude, I know you're great, but you suck today. But you, you're, yeah. you're a great comic. Sometimes. But I've done that, too, dude. I've, I'm, I'm a... I, and I'm not just saying this. Like I, I am a really good comic. I've been doing this 30 years. I know what I'm doing. I've been in every kind of crowd. I've, I've performed all over the world, not just in America, right? Um, 
but sometimes I have a bad show and it's, you know, sometimes it may be my fault. Sometimes it's just the audience is just not with me. Whoever knows. I, I try to figure it out. Like when I'm on that stage, I usually go, okay, I, 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 le- I know I've been doing this so long that I know how to turn it around. Right. And then sometimes audiences will only go up to five, not 10. So, you know, a lot of comics who, who kill all the time and get tens, 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 if they don't get a 10, they start freaking out on stage. And I did that in the beginning. And then, um, but then I realized, go, oh, no, this audience is only a five. So if I go five, I'm good. If I get six, I'm okay. Even better. Right. But it's not going to go 10. They're not going to fucking give me a standing. O. they're not going to jump off their fucking seats. They're just going to laugh up to here. And then that's it. As long as I get that, I'm happy. You, you, you know what? Comedy is kind of like sex, dog. <laughs> it, yes. it, it, it's like it hurts. You, yeah, it hurts. <laughs> you wish everybody will get off. You know, sometimes they, sometimes you have a good time and they don't have a good time. You right, know, right, right, right. Yeah. and it's kind of like that. So you're always trying to give it, deliver your best performance. That's true. You know, the bed, <laughs> but, the, you got to change the sheets. You know, all kinds of things. But sometimes your best performance is only two minutes, dog. That, that's it. <laughs> you're like, look, those are the best two minutes ever. Just replay it in your mind again. That's what you got to tell them. <laughs> uh, hey, but but if you look at it like this, dog. Um, you know the the best two minutes of a basketball and a football game. It's always the last two minutes, Doc. There you go. You see, it's the last two. Even if they're the first two at the same time, it's still good. The last two. <laughs> right? So let me ask you this, Doc. What what hits harder, Doc? Your punches or your punchlines? Ooh, I would have to say, I would have to say my punchlines. I mean, I hit, I hit, I haven't had a fight in years. Um, but the last time I hit somebody was at a bar and uh it was really fast <laughs> he fell and i'd left <laughs> that, that, that's the best way to do it doc yeah yeah you get you want you don't want it you, you don't want the cops to show up you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey man you know what uh hey I, i don't like bullies doc yeah me too i i hated bullies ever since i was a kid that's why that's one of like I, i i talk about this in my act i had this this friend of mine who was gay his name was victor in high school and everybody would always mess with them right And then he would always hang out with this girl that I liked. So one day he, would, he was having lunch with that girl and these two idiots from a, from a football team or a baseball team or something came up to the table and started teasing him, messing with his food. And then I thought, I was a boxer, you know, I was in golden gloves and all that. So I thought, oh, I'll go there, I'm going to save the day. And then me and the girl hook up. But instead, me and him became girlfriends. It was crazy. And, but I loved him. He was so funny. But nobody messed with him after that. Nobody messed with him because they knew, they, oh, that's Joey's boy. That's Joey's boy. You can't mess with Joey's boy, man. Because it's true. Somebody messed with him. I would, I would F their shit up, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Because uh, I was very defensive. I was very, you know, I, I, I grew up with sisters and aunts and my grandmother and my mom, all females. So I was always very protective. And... Um, And I've always been that way. So, yeah, I hate bullies. Bullies are assholes. If you're a bully, you're a piece of shit. Please stop it. And Because um, some bullies don't know they're bu- pieces of shit. They just think they're getting bullied at home. They're getting beat up by the drunk dad. You know what I mean? You know, so it's, yeah, it's just be a better human being. That's all I want to say. Hey, Doc, I, I almost got into a fight. Uh, what was it on Saturday, Doc? With, with a bully? Yeah, so check it out, Doc. <laughs> This guy, right? Like I put on my sticker, right? You know, tacos and workouts, best podcast. Right. And this vato, he didn't like me, dog. Why, why? He just didn't. He never liked me, dog. He don't like tacos? He no, he like just you? don't like me as a person. <laughs> why? You don't know? Because he's a fucking, fucking bitch, dog. <laughs> that's, that's why he don't like me. You know what you got to do? This is what you got I mean, you do whatever you want to do. What I would do if I was you, I would call him up and go, hey, brother, let's, I want to take you to lunch. Meet him for lunch in a in a. Pr- in the area just with you and him so he doesn't have to show off in front of anybody and go, what's the problem, man? What's the problem? You, you know, I'll get, I, I, I have another story like that. Okay, okay. I tried that approach before, but right. it doesn't work because these fools are too stupid, dog. Oh, some so, people are too stupid. Yeah, they're yeah. too stupid, dog. <laughs> so this is what I say, dog. I always aim for peace. Yes. But if you can't aim for peace, aim between the eyes, dog. <laughs> so check it out, dog. So, so this guy, he covered my sticker, like with his sticker, dog. That's stupid. And I, yeah, it is pretty stupid, dog. Because it's I, disrespectful. Because I and I called him like, "Wait, dog, why you do that?" He goes, "It wasn't me, dog." I thought, "Yeah, it was you, dog." He was yeah, like, "Who, who else yeah, is gonna yeah, be exactly? Who, who else knows?" And I go, "Listen, dog, you don't do stupid shit like that, dog. It's disrespectful." I go, "Obviously, you don't like me, dog, and I don't like you now because you're right. stupid." So you know what? Let's just stay on our different directions, dog. Right, right, right. So then uh, I kept it as is. 
So I bumped into the vato at a bar. Uh-huh. And I saw him, he saw me, he tried to say hello, and I just walked right by him like I'm not gonna even go pay attention to him, right? Hey. As he as I'm walking out, he turns towards my direction uh-huh. and he started sitting like yelling and saying stupid shit. Stupid. So I walk right back in and he was right there with his girlfriends uh-huh. and some guys. And I told him, Who the fuck do you think you're talking to, dog? He goes, Oh, I wasn't talking to you. He sat and he was sitting down, and all his friends goes, "Oh, you just bitched out, die." Because <laughs> he caught me on a good day, die. Hey. <laughs> and, and and that guy turned fucking yellow, die. He knew I was gonna fuck him up, die. But as soon as I saw that he, that he, that he was the bitch, I said, "Well, I proved my point. Right, right. I don't gotta do nothing no more." And yeah, so I walked out. Yeah, he just bowed down himself. That's the thing, man. People, uh, you know, I I like. That I'm older. I'm in my I'm in I'm in my very late twenties, and um, the reason I like being older is because I don't jump at shit the way I used to jump at shit before. Before I was like, and I still got a bad temper sometimes. And it's like, you know, but I, but I'm like you. I, I aim for peace. I'm like, how can we fix this, dude? I went. I was uh, I was p- performing in Europe a couple months ago. Coming back. <clears throat> I said, you know, let me upgrade to a business class because it's a long trip. So I upgraded business class. And I'm like, cool. And you would think business class is classier. So I get into an argument with some older white dude who's yelling and cursing at this other guy. And I'm like, dude, why don't you? And he's cursing me. I'm like, this motherfucker. And he's sitting right next to me. And I'm mad dogging him. Like, I want to punch this dude in the face. But I'm thinking, how? what can I do? With the, I want to be like in Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger where I just hit the guy and he passes out. Like so, <laughs> so then, but so we take off about five minutes in the air and I'm looking at him mean like he's right next to me, right? And he he just turns to me, and goes, "I'm sorry," and I go, "You know what? I I accept." And I I put my hand out, we shuck, and he and I go, he goes, "Man, I'm just having a bad day." I go, "Dude, I've had many bad days myself. I get it. Thank you very much." But so we we got into a little conversation then. Once we leveled off, I go, you know what would be nice? If you told that guy you're sorry, too, which is the first guy he was arguing with. And he goes, you think so? I go, yeah. So he gets up and he apologizes to that guy. And I'm like, see, peace in the world. It, these, things, <laughs> things escalate quick because people's feelings get hurt, Doc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, people's feelings do get hurt. And people's egos get hurt. Especially, look, when you're, especially with minorities, right? We have egos, man, because we, we're tough people. We, we, we basically grew up in, in, in a, in a urban area urban settings you know in the streets so we've got an ego to 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 uphold and um and i get that but you always have to um you have to know when to let the person save face and you have to know when to let them pull out you have to if you if you corner somebody they're gonna fight back but if you let them get if you give them a chance to get out if they're smart or normal they'll, they'll get out of that you know what I mean, and I think that's the best way to do it. Where you can you can still be tough and you save face. Hey, hey you know what I say, dog? Fuck being tough, dog. <laughs> Fuck it, dog. Being tough don't pay the rent, dog. No, it don't unless unless you're an MMA fighter or oh, a professional. Exactly, boxer. dog. If you, if you want to be a tough guy and you want to fight the world, fucking get paid for it, dog. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's not, and I don't mean tough in that sense. But I mean more like. Um, you know, you got you. You want to be confident. You want you don't want to ever let get bullied or pushed by pushed around by people. And oh, I know sure. people like that that'll take advantage of you. And you're like, and I won't let that happen for me in my world or, or people around me. I'm like, nah, nah. You know, and um, because I grew up in, the, in I grew up in the South Bronx in New York. I grew up, and that's that's my whole life. That's how I was born and raised, right? And I'm a really nice person, but I'm also very, um, you know. I'm always looking around. I'm always looking behind me. I'm like, you know, I, I, and I know there's bad people out there. And I look for that bad sign right away as soon as people come close to me, man. Because I don't know if they're coming in with a happiness or they're coming in with a sadness, or, you know <laughs> what I mean, or a craziness. And, you know, here we are in Venice Beach, right? There's a, there's a lot of crazy people out here, man. You a know? lot of them. A lot. And it's, uh, you know, you never know what you're going to get. So you always, I always keep my eyes out. Always, you know, it's funny because I watch, I watch at home. I watch the news and stuff, and I even watch in Venice Beach. There's a there's a hotel that has a camera 
that pans the whole thing and it looks around and it zooms like and you could see everybody's happy dude that's all that i see crazy shit happening all the time i'm like this is so weird man but uh it's you know but it's but it's beautiful look at it at the same time it's beautiful it is beautiful listen now we got we not oh. Um, got a little tongue tight. <laughs> hey, check it out. That we, we need to take a little break, and we'll be right back. Orale, this is me, Little Hater. Hey, guess what, Doug? This podcast is brought to you by the Patio Nuts. You had me at hola. So go out and get some of these nuts. It's the Patio Nuts. <laughs> what it is, what it is. Podcast. All right, thank thank you to our sponsors. Hey, check it out, Doug. Um, go ahead and 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 click the links below on the description, and uh, you know what? Hit them up, Doug. Oh, also before before we move on, Doug, uh, you could also check out our podcast on the What It Is What It Is podcast on Spotify and all major audio platforms, Doug. Check it out, Doug. Hey, that's cool. Look Just at like you. that, you're everywhere. I'm everywhere, Doc. <laughs> Did you know I was part of Chicano Hollywood too, Doc? Oh, that's dope, man. I'm I everywhere. Chicano Hollywood. They're, they're good people. That's Johnny. Johnny. That, 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 that's my boy, Doc. Yeah, I love Johnny. <laughs> Johnny's dope. Yeah, Doc. <laughs> hey, Doc. So what, what, what's this thing I hear about, like the strikes, Doc? What's going on, Doc? Bro, people don't want to get people don't want to pay us, man. So we got you've got the um, Screen Actors uh, Screen Actors Guild, which is SAG. We we're on strike. The Writers Guild they're on strike, and it's um a lot of people think well actors and all these people make all this money you know why would they want more? It's not true. The majority of actors are working at Starbucks. They're working at restaurants. They're working. They're now eighty something percent. I think it's eighty five percent. Give or take a couple of numbers of points. Eighty five percent of people don't even qualify for health insurance through after or, I mean, uh, after it's ag, right? So it's um, a lot of actors will make a lot of money. And even the ones that make a lot of money only make it for that time. And that's it. Then it goes away. Right. It's, you know, so here you are making, let's say, fifteen thousand dollars an episode. But then once that stops, that stops. The bills don't stop. Right. So now if you bought yourself a house, if you bought a brand new car, if you got a hotter girlfriend, Right. Sorry, man. You're gonna have to downgrade and get the ugly one again because get the, you're not have get, no money. Man. Get, get them all with less teeth, dog. Yes. <laughs> the less teeth, the, the less money you need to have. That's right, dog. There's, and there's a few people here you could probably hook up with. Be like, hey, you you look look the water bill's expensive. Maybe take half the showers. You yeah, know? that's right. Don't take don't take full full shower. Just take half a shower. Just take like the bottom portion showers. Yes. There you go. That's it. <laughs> Or just wait till it rains and go out there with a soap. Just... Or we'll throw you right here in the beach real quick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and free showers, Doug. Yeah, but this Venice Beach, you probably come out dirtier than when you jumped in. <laughs> Not as dirty as Long Beach. <laughs> that, that water is even dirtier, Doug. <laughs> I know. I take my dog to the dog park in uh, the dog beach. Yeah, Rosies. Rosies. Yeah, yeah. I take my dog there all the time. She loves it. I take her here, too. I was going to bring her for the podcast, but I didn't want her, you know, Messing things up, but she's is crazy. she a big dog or a little dog? She's medium. She's a boxer, so she's uh, a, oh <laughs> shit! No, no, no. Come on, yeah. dog. <laughs> but uh, that's her name is Roxy. That's my baby. That's the love of my life, man. I love that little dog. <laughs> that's my daughter. <laughs> yeah, I had a girl once tell me like, if I were to ask you like to get rid of your dog or or get rid of me, like who would you choose? And I said, oh, that's 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 an easy like answer. And she goes, ah, and I go. I was talking about the dog, dog. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm like, I never get rid of my dog. <laughs> yeah, my, my friend has a joke similar to that. And he goes, he goes, does the dog look worried? <laughs> it's true, right? It's like, like, yeah, don't mess with a man and his dog, man. Like that, Hey, look at John Wick, bro. That dude got oh. four movies because somebody killed his dog. <laughs> dog that, that movie's got me in the feelings, dog. <laughs> it's true. Hey, did you notice that, that in, in that movie, it's like they never like ran out of bullets? Oh, I know. I love it. <laughs> in real life, it, <laughs> just thought that they shoot, shoot, shoot. Hey, dog, check it out, dog. I'm so fucking fat, dog. That I like when I was watching like John Wick run around and shit, I got tired, That's dog. Tired. <laughs> <laughs> That's how fat I am, dog. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm watching John Wick. I'm like, oh, man, dude, just quit. Just give up. Just you know, but uh, yeah, man. It's, and I did. I watched it on the plane, man. So like, I would like I was ready. To, like if the terrorist was on there, I was ready to kill him, man. Because you ever do that when you were a kid, watch a, like a karate movie, then you think you knew karate. Yeah, <laughs> I used to do that shit all the time. And then I remember when the first time I watched one of the Bruce Lee movies with the nunchucks, I went home and I fucking cut every every broom and mop in half. <laughs> 
My mom's like, what the hell's going on with this? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm trying to make nunchucks out of them. <laughs> Wear ropes instead of chains. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, kids are retarded, man. <laughs> so, so back to to the whole, like, writer strike, dog. I, 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 heard, I don't know. Like, I heard that Disney is trying to do, like, some, some movidas, like, where they, like, scan your face, and then they use you as an audience member, like, for the rest of the time. Yeah, or something like that. Some, from what I heard, and I don't again, I'm hearing it through other sources, so I don't know how accurate this is, but it's um from what I heard is, and I don't know if it's Disney. I just heard there's a studio trying to like extras, right? Or they call them atmosphere people in the background, yeah. which is very important for a film. I use them too because it's even my little films because it makes it more realistic. If there's if there's a scene at a restaurant, and there's two people, and the actors, and nobody else there. That's, that feels weird, right? So you want to you want to put people around, da 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 da, and those people normally get paid per day. So they'll get paid, let's say, twenty five to a couple hundred dollars a day, right? And that's their job. And then they do it again the next day, and they do it again, you know, the next day. But what what one of the studios supposedly wants to do, or more than one, is they want to scan the actor, and then. Pay them for that one time, and then that's it. Use them AI-wise all the time. Put them wherever they want. And I think that's messed up. No, that's jacked up, dog. Yeah. Check it out, dog. It's like this. If you get to use my likeness, then I get to use your character, your characters however I see fit, dog. And yeah. I bet they're not going to like that, dog. No, they won't. They won't. Disney wouldn't like if you use Mickey Mouse. You know, exactly. you know, as many times as you want over or even music or everything. No, people should get paid for for their for their work. And and if you want to, you know, if you want to AI somebody and get their image and keep using them, that's fine. But keep paying them and maybe you pay them a little less. I don't know. You know, come up with a deal. I don't know what the deal is. Right. But you still got to pay them because otherwise then that means you work once and you'll never work again. That means you'll never get another job because you're, somebody owns your image. That's one, and two, you don't. They don't. You don't need to work because they already got your image, and they're going to make it work anyway. So then, that's pretty unfair. Did, did you see the Flash, the the, the one yes. that came out? Mm -hmm. uh, I like I like the part how like they, they brought Christopher Reeves. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, dog, that, that's that's one of my I think yeah, like yeah. the best Superman dog for me. Yeah, and then the original Superman they even brought back. Remember the the black and white one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, I don't know. See, so on that. Those things are they now? Did they pay the actors again, or did they pay you? Know, I don't know. I think they would have to pay the estate, right? They, they, yeah, if they're not alive, they pay the estate. That's what I would think. Now, if they had a rule, now I'm sure when Christopher Reeve was alive, that the, what they're doing now didn't happen. So to use his image now, the thing is this though: if if it's the same studio, it could be the same contract. So, like for instance, let's say I did a movie with you. Today and you sign a, you sign a release. I paid you two hundred dollars for today, right? On that contract says I own that image forever, right? So I own that. So now let's say I do another movie and I want to do a flashback of our conversation and I show the scene. I don't have to pay you again. Hey, did, did you know that I had to turn down a movie? You did. Yeah. Which movie did you turn down? Well, it was in the process of making some movies and I had to I had to bow down. To but what, what? I had to bow down. I said, no, I don't want to. What happened? Well, it's because I started thinking about it, dog. It's like if, if if I come out in the movies, like as myself, mm -hmm. then I don't want nobody to own me, dog. Mm, so okay. I said, hey, no, I, I can't do it at this moment, dog. So I elected not to do the movie. All right. Well, that's fair. And that's, you know, that that's the beautiful thing. It's up to you, right? Well, yeah, because I own my intellectual property, dog. Right. Well, that you can also change contracts to make it. You could say something like. Um, in a contract, let's say if you're playing yourself, go, I'm playing myself. I own me. I, you can't, like, for instance, when I do um, radio, when I do anything, I always make sure I own the material. I own, when I do a comedy show, they may own that clip, but I own the material on the clip. You know what I mean? So, so, the, so the, those are little things you could make, you could work in the contract. Like, you can say, look, you own this video, but, but just for that movie? Yeah, this character, I, it's my character. I own it. You can't all of a sudden put somebody else in, in, you know, in, in my clothes and in my, my, my setup and pretend that's me because I, I own that person, not you. And, that, and that's a lot to me because in movies, whoever wrote it owns the character, right? So, like, it's, you're playing Bob, 
Well, Bob, they own Bob. They invented Bob. They wrote Bob. But in a situation like you where you're playing yourself, then you should own yourself. They, they can't own you. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah, and that's fair. And that's something that if you look at the contract, if it's, um, if it's, if it's, you can change that very easily, like in, a, in one, one paragraph. Yeah, because um, I also like write like, like, like movies and stuff like uh-huh. that. And Scripts. Stuff, yeah. Yeah, because people think I'm a stupid vato, but I'm, I'm, I'm not that. Just because I smoke a lot of weed doesn't mean, nah, I'm just kidding. I don't smoke a lot of weed. Now, drink Coronas. <laughs> yeah, I do that. Dog. But, uh, um, yeah, so I'm going to have to, like, tweak uh, some of the characters, like, that I do and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and just do it because if you do it, then you own it. And then, you know, you just make sure that that's in the in the paper and then you'll be fine. And the thing is, things on small budget, they're never going to screw you. Because it's not, they're not even capable of screwing anybody themselves. Like, you know what I mean? So you don't have to worry about it. I, I do... I do small productions for people all the time. You know, I'm, hey, can you, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't give a shit. Come on, let's go. Yeah, 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 I got it. You know what I mean? But if, I, if it's something bigger, then I pay attention more. I'm like, all right, let me look at the contract. Let me look at this. Let me look at everything. Because there's like specifications like of, of like what says like uh, that they're trying to do like in perpetuity, right? That yeah, means yeah. like forevers and forever, evers and yeah, evers, yeah. right? Uh-huh. I, but but I, it's only, it's usually only their project. They don't own you. They own the project. They may own the character because they wrote that character. You know, if you're looking at a script and you're playing a guy named Bob, you don't own Bob. They own Bob. They can put anybody in that position to play Bob. You know what I mean? And maybe this movie, you're Bob, and maybe they don't like you. Next movie, somebody else plays Bob. um, Yeah, so, like, going back to, like, that CGI and the Superman thing, you know how, like, uh... Hey, yeah. they, they like you, dang. <laughs> hey, so so you know how like in the Flash, how they they brought the like like um, Christopher Reeves, yeah, yeah, and they brought Nicolas Cage, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was never a real Superman, dog. No, no, but he was going to be. But he never hit the screen, dog. So Nicolas Cage, you're out of there, dog. <laughs> you know what it was? It, that was supposed to be the universe where they did make it. Yeah, that like Superman lives, right? Yeah, that that his character w- was one. W- was one, right? Yeah, but yeah Come on, yeah. Doc, he's never a Superman. <laughs> Not in my book. <laughs> come yeah, on, Doc. Yeah, I don't see Chris. I don't see uh, Nicholas Cage as Superman. As a matter of fact, I like I, him as an actor. I, I like him as an actor right, too, right. Doc. His movies are good, Doc. But 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 I think that by adding Nicholas Cage to like the Flash, it overall like dropped the quality of the movie, Doc. It's like it, it, it's like. It's like you you throw in a little piece of failures and stuff. <laughs> that was a funny movie though. Did you, did, 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 did yeah you, yeah no I liked the movie a lot. Like from the beginning and everything, doc. Yeah, and I'm not and you know my friend is a really big superhero movie fan. I'm not that big of a super superhero movie fan, but I really enjoyed that one. That was a good movie. If you could be any kind of superhero, who would you be, doc? You mean if I had a superpower? Like yeah. Okay, I'm glad you asked that because I I already know the answer and I already asked that to other people. Power of suggestion, and I learned that from uh, Jessica Jones. Power of suggestion is better than flying, better than being strong, better than all that because you can do anything you want with power of suggestion. Uh, give, give me an example. Okay, let's say I go to a bank and go, um, I want you to give me all the money, and I don't want you to report it and be happy about it. You can go up to a girl, I want you to sleep with me, and and like it. And they will. You can go. You can go on a plane and go. Uh, I want to go. For, let me on first class. I don't have a ticket, and they let you on. It's power of suggestion. There's a character on uh, Jessica Jones on Netflix who had that power, and I'm like, oh my god, that's the best power ever. You can do anything. You can go anywhere. You don't. You can get a house. You can live wherever you want. You could go. I want to buy this. I, I, I want you to sell me this house for a dollar, and they'll sell you the house for a dollar. I'm like, that is awesome. I would get Trump to admit that he's a lying failure racist <laughs> person i would get him and i don't and that's the truth i won't get him to lie i'll just tell him to tell the truth that's all i would even go i go from now on you have to tell the truth it'll be over he'll be in jail tomorrow and then um, <laughs> you know so things like that and uh i would go on stage and just tell the crowd you guys are gonna have the best comedy show you've ever seen in your life and i would kill every single time <laughs> You know, I would, yeah, it would, uh, it was just uh, power suggestion, dude. That's the, that's the number one power to have. Wow, that's a good power, Stein. How about you? How about you? What power would you have? Well, you know, I'm a big Superman's fan, so I want to be like Superman's. That's a good one. Yeah, but, but if I can't be like Superman's, then I would want to be like Wolverine's, you know? Oh. 
Yeah, like, you know, because, like, you know, the chingazos, like, well, the, the class is good, but, like, the the regenerative powers, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. That, that's why. No, it's good. And I like the, the, the last Wolverine was dope. It, w- it wasn't so superhero-y. It was also, it was very, uh, it was very um, more realistic of a, of a, of a, you know, of a feel. And I like that. That was, that was really good. And they're making another ones too, Doc. Of Wolverine? Yeah, it's like with that with the guy uh, with the pretty boy Doug uh, Deadpool, Ryan oh, Reynolds. Yeah, 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 Ryan Reynolds, man. That's yeah. That Ryan Reynolds is funny. He's a good looking dude. He's really talented. He's a lucky guy, man. And he I, and who is he married to? Ryan His hot wife, Doug. Oh my God. He's to uh, Eva Mendez, right? Blake Lively, I think her name. Oh, is. that was who's with Eva Mendez? Uh, that's that Ryan Gosling guy. Oh, that's right. They they both look alike. Handsome white guys. <laughs> hey, hey, I can't, I can't tell white people apart, dog. They all look the same, dog. They all look the same. <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, man. God, even Mendez. Yeah, that's what kills her. Like, who's your like your top like uh, like like Mija? Did, did you Apollonia, own? son? Apollonia. Who, who's that, dog? Dude from Purple Rain. Oh, that was before my times, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, she was fine. She's still fine. She's yeah. old now, and she's still fine. Apollonia is still fine, dude. I love Apollonia. I met her once. Oh, damn. How was that like? It was good, dude. I wish I had the power of suggestion back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for me, it's uh, it's Anna Diarmas, dog. Oh, my gosh. Who's that? She um, she she came out in that movie, uh, um, Knock Knock, with, uh-huh. uh, with uh, what's his name, uh? With uh, Keanu Reeves, I don't. Yeah, okay. She came out in in the in the the movie Water Under the Bridge. Damn, tell me what movies I've seen. Yeah, okay, yeah. She she's uh she came out in uh, Marilyn Monroe's, okay. the new one. But her yeah, her name sounds hot. So. Oh no, she 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 used to be with Ben Affleck. Oh, and okay. then Ben oh, Affleck. Oh, I know who it is now. And then Ben Affleck is. broke up with her and went right, with right. J Lo. Dog, come right, on, right. dog. Hey, I want to sleep with J Lo, dog. Why? <laughs> I don't know, dog. It's just I'm like, nah, I'm good, dog. It's too much work, dog. It's like it's it's like it's like J Lo's like the kind of chick that you sleep with, and then like five minutes later she'll be mad, dog. <laughs> and it's like, nah, man, I don't like that, dog. Yeah, you know, I don't like hanging out with anybody who's really high upkeep. Then you're like, ah, oh, it's not. It's like you all complain about everything. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh my god, this and that. I'm like, stop complaining. They're gonna, they're gonna, you know, spit in my food because you're complaining about yours. Be quiet. <laughs> she's not with me. She's not with me. <laughs> yeah, dog. You gotta learn how to enjoy life, dog. It's like this, dog. Life is is a matter of moments, dog. That's it's right. like people think that that you live like a lifetime. Nah, I don't think that's true, dog. I think you live like moments. You know, like yes. this is a moment, right? When you when you go like back home and I go back home, this moments it don't exist no more dog no, you're right so you got to learn how to like take advantage of the little moments dog and if you and if you're able to take control of little moments in time and live happy in every single little moments then you'll live a happy lifestyle dog no that's true you just got to take it like that and just, and also you got to celebrate little wins you know don't always wait for a big win celebrate little wins you know so if um if if you accomplish something but it's just small it's still an accomplishment. It's like t- it's a little step, right? It's like if you want to climb a big long ladder, you have to take the first step, then you gotta take the next step, then you gotta take the next step. You just can't jump all the way to the top. So it's kind of like that. Speaking about climbing ladders, dog, I saw you. I, 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 you know what I'm talking about? No. Go ahead. <laughs> I saw you on Instagram. You ran up the the, the, oh, the, 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 the and I said, "Damn, the Rocky dog. stairs." And yeah. I said, "Damn, man, I got tired just looking at you, dog." <laughs> it was it was easier than I thought, but when I was running it. I told myself, I go, I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to stop. I, that was my, Rocky's my favorite movie of all time. Um, I love the whole concept of Rocky. I love that whole Cinderella story. And um, I've never been to, on those stairs, right? And to be on those stairs and to see his statue and I was like, oh my God, this is so dope. And I told myself, I go, I'm going to run up these stairs if I have to. If, if I have to drag myself up, I'm going to do it. And I did it. And I was like, all right, I did it. And, you know, a lot, it's not that hard because 
there's there's stairs and then it goes flat, then there's stairs and it goes flat, then it goes stairs, it goes flat. So so you got a little bit of flatness. But the thing is, I have a bad knee, and I was like, oh, that's gonna that's gonna mess me up. But it didn't. I did it, and I felt good. I felt like Rocky. And then I thought when I did it the first time, I'm like, how come he couldn't do it the first time? What the hell's wrong with him, man? You know? <laughs> I'm like I'm in better shape than the original Rocky. I'm like. <laughs> Hey, Rocky's a good movie, dog. Rocky's dog. a great movie. Hey, uh, hey, if, if you watch it, like, it could make you cry, dog. Oh yeah, it, I, it, it, I don't know if this Rocky was a beautiful movie. It was literally a beautiful movie. Like, it was just perfect. It's just it make it fixes all your problems. You watch this movie, and you and you you know, there's this poor guy who stood no chance, no chance against the heavyweight champion of the world. And he gets a spot, and he rises to the occasion, and that's what it was. Rocky Barboa's character rose to the occasion, and that's what that's what we have to do as people. It's like a metaphor for lives, huh? Yeah, big time. And and that's when when something happened. Okay, when I did Latin Kings of Comedy, same story. I knew that Latin Kings of Comedy was going to be huge. I knew that it was going to put me in a position that's way different than I did before, right? But I also knew this. I knew there was going to be a lot of haters. I knew every Latino comic was going to be like, why him? Why him? Why him? Why him? And that's okay. I was ready for that. But what I did was I go, I'm going to be a better comic now than I ever was. So I started writing more. I started performing more. I started writing better. I put, I put a lot of work in it because I wanted to, raise to rise to the occasion. And when I did Latin Kings of Comedy, I thought I did a great set. I shot two shows. They edited it to one. It was a good set. But then after that, I still had to rise to the occasion. And I had to keep, you know, now I'm headlining shows and theaters and casinos. And, uh, and I had to really bring, 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 bring it on. And, um, and that's what I did. I did, a, I did my own Rocky. That's my own version of Rocky. So, so what's life now that you say that you do like your own, like headlining your shows and stuff like that? Because uh, like some people think like when they don't see you no more, like on, on, on like comedy specials and stuff like that, people think that, that you're gone and you stop working, right? Yeah, well, I guess so. But um, the reality is, you always keep on working, right? Yeah, you always work. You're always there. You, we're we're always. Not every show is advertised. Not every show is going to be the theater. Not every show is going to be the big casino. Um, and unfortunately, now that we live in the in a society of you know um, social media, if you're not posting shit, you're not doing shit. And to be honest, if I wasn't a comedian, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have social media at all. I would, I would still be on MySpace. I wouldn't have anything, dude, because I don't give a shit. Like, I don't need, but but I get, I understand, though, in this industry, you have to post shit so people know that you're still alive and you're still working, you're still doing shit. It, it, the power of social media, like, it has these benefits and it don't got its benefits. And it's like this, dog, because I talk to, like, a lot of talented people, a lot of comedians, and sometimes people say, like, um, you know, that, that they don't want to post their stuff because then people don't want to come and see you. No, that's stupid. And I, I don't, I don't think that's a true. No, people want to see you if you post your stuff. It's like, like for for me, like I found out about Willie Barcena, uh -huh. like um, by by Instagram, huh? Yeah, but Willie's all over Instagram now. And 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 then like when I seen him, I, I met him in person, Doc. Yeah, cool. I, yeah, I well, bought, he's a good guy. Yeah, man. I bought him a beer, Doc. I'm like, nice, hey, nice. yeah, I like that guy. Um, <laughs> but if it would have been for like Instagram, I would have never known who he is. Right, and right. and and I really like his comedy, Doc. Yeah, no, Willie's great. Willie's probably one of the best comics I ever met. And um, Willie now is kind of reinventing himself. Willie is now all over Instagram. He, you know, his from what I understand, his son knows social media well and his son shows showing him how to do stuff. But Willie was always a great comic. Willie has never been not a good comic. Willie's a great writer. Willie's a great comic. He's a great person, even though some people may not agree with that. <laughs> but, but I think, <laughs> but I think he, Willie's a great guy, and um, and he deserves any success he's getting. And it's funny, you know, Willie was did the Tonight Show when the Tonight Show mattered, you know, um, several times. I think Willie did between five, seven times or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But nobody cares about that anymore. They care about his Instagram. So, and now he's blowing up because of his Instagram, and good for him. He deserves it. I love Willie. I, I wish Willie nothing but success. And, um, you know, and there you have it. I just need to get me uh, a friend that knows how to do social media really good. <laughs> you and me both, Doug. <laughs> hey, I was talking to another comedian, Doug, and, 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 and there's like... Um 
to me, it's like, you know how they, they always say, how long have you been doing comedy, doc? Yeah, yeah. Fucking hate that question, doc. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't ask you that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like four years, doc. <laughs> no, but check it out, doc. Like, sometimes it doesn't even matter because there's some vatos they've been doing it for 10 years and they suck for oh, 10 no, years. Of course. And they suck, right? So I came up with a new thing. I no longer tell comedians how long you've been doing comedy because it's irrelevant, doc. Right. I ask them, one through five, what's up, doc? Where you at? Right? Obviously, there's like, like on on the on the pillars, like if you're a five, it's like it's like you, it's 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 like George, it's like Paul, it's like Felipe Esparza. You guys are all five star comics, dog. Thank you, thank you. Because you're you're that that, and then there's like four stars where you're like you're almost there, but you haven't quite made it, right? And then there's like a number three where like you're right in between. You could be like a, like good and sometimes and not so good, right? I'm I'm a two, dog. I'm a two where it's like. Or or possibly a one, I don't know. But that's that's the thing about comedy. Comedy is always subjective, yes. right? And, and and it's up for interpretation. But um, I was talking to another comic that he's a one or a two, uh-huh. and I asked him why don't you put your like clips on 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 Instagram to promote yourself? And he's like he he said, oh you're stupid, you're this, you're that. And I'm like, well fuck me, dog, for trying to help you, dog. Right. And then and then I said, look, dog. By putting your comedy out on Instagram, it's going to do two things. It's going to solidify your joke that you came up with it. Now it's stamped. Right. Right? And it's going to open your audience to people who could, who could relate to that joke and then, and then come out and see you. But you know what happens with a lot of new comics is that they're learning from other new comics. They're not learning from people who know what they're doing. They're learning from other some dude who's been doing it for two weeks too. He goes, "Yeah, you should do this." Oh, okay, really? How is this motherfucker gonna teach you shit that he don't even know? You know what I mean? So like, like I give advice. I'll give advice to anybody, only if they ask for it. Because I'm not gonna be one of these people that give somebody advice and then they get, you know, like ah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, fuck you, man. I don't care. And like my advice, I don't mind. I like watching people succeed. I really do. I love when I when I'm on when I when I see Instagram or Facebook, whatever, and I see there's a comic that I know that is doing something good. He got a part in a movie, or he's doing this, or he's working in you know at a casino. Or he's doing. I'm like happy. I'm like, hey man, congratulations! Don't take anything away from me to to be happy for somebody else. You know what I mean? And I hope that when something good happens to me, they're happy for me as well. And if they're not, that's okay too. But it's um. I have zero problems g- giving shout outs to people or, or, or giving people their, pr- but what happens is with so many comics are jealous and they don't want nobody else to get a piece of that pie because they think if they get a piece of that pie, I, they can't get a piece of that pie. And that's not true. I think that's like a lot of insecurities, dog, you know, but, but if you're like insecure within that, that you have to be doing those shenanigans, dog, it's a, it says more about your comedy than, than it says about you, dog, because it's like this, dog. It's like your comedy is like chingazos, bro. You know, mm-hmm. it's like your chingazos should speak for themselves, right? Like your comedy should speak for itself. And the reason why you don't want to put it out there, dog, because you know you have a uh, uh, what, what's what's that word? I want to use a big word, but I'm not good with using big words, dog. <laughs> it just means that you're not that good, dog. You right, know, right, right. mediocre. Yeah, yeah, that's that's that's, that's a good one, dog. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's a lot of some jokes I I, I personally like. I'm like, this ain't that good. I'm not going to post it because it's not that good of a joke. I like it because it's stupid. But, you know, and uh, but yeah, like my thing is this, man. Like, you know, I was just in Montreal, right, at the Just for Last Festival, which is the biggest comedy festival in the world. And everybody there is a heavyweight. Not everybody. Obviously, there's some comics better than others, right? And um, and it felt good being what I felt, you know, being with amongst my peers, right? You know, and working with people who who I admire their work. And I admire comics. I admire all comics. And it doesn't matter if they're well-known. It doesn't matter if they're brand new. They're open micers I've seen that I love. I'm like, oh, my God, this open micer is going to be so good, you know, a couple years now because motherfucker's making me laugh. He's just so naturally funny. And then, you know, and then, and then there's other people that, I, like, you're right. I've seen comics who've been doing it 10 years, and they're doing the exact same jokes they did 10 years ago. And I'm like, it's not funny anymore. You know what I mean? It's like... It's like you did that trick. Let's do another one. And it's that's why you always have to write. Always write. Always write. And even I write even when if I know I'm not going to use it yet. I'm like, this joke ain't ready, but I like the idea. So I'm going to write the idea down. And then one day my brain's going to find a joke for it. You know, so it's kind of like that. Hey, why, why are comics so sensitive, Doug? 
Well, it depends on what you're talking about. It's like um, it's, it's like a lot of like people like like if you like tr- like. You know, you tell them something about, like, let's say their comedy or something like that, and they get, like, all offended, like, right away. Well, people are protective against their their stuff. Like, I'm a really confident dude. If somebody tells me you're not funny, I know they're full of shit. I may not be funny to them, but I know I'm funny. There was this, there was this, I was working on a, I did a cruise ship one time. And on cruise ships, you do PG shows, which are completely clean because they're children in the audience. And then you do regular R show and you can be, you know, you, you do your regular show. So I did a regular show. I was walking through the casino one day of the, the, the cruise ship. And this, this older white man comes up to me and he's smiling like, oh, I saw your show last night. No, thank you. He goes, you know what? For the life of me, I could not figure out why you would think... I would think that was funny. And then he was still smiling and I'm looking at him going, is he trying, is he playing around? Is he, is he insulting me? Like I'm trying to figure, so I'm smiling going, okay, uh, you didn't like it? <laughs> he goes, no, it's the filth, you, you know, the F word. And then I'm like, I go, well, you know, you didn't have to stay there. You could have walked out at any moment. He goes, no, I wanted to stay to see what you had. He goes, cause you know, I like, I like comedians like George Burns and, and Don Wrinkles and like all these. Uh, and I'm saying, you know the difference between those guys and me? They're dead. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I knew you were going to say go, that. Yeah, and I go like this. And then, then at that point I go, and then I go, he doesn't like cursing. And I go, well, you know, the fucking problem is that, you know, fucking things happen. What the fuck? What are you going to fucking do? You know what I mean? Fucking and I said fuck like 20 times. He's looking at me. Then he just walked away. I'm like. Fuck this guy. That's what like, you fucking get, you guy. Yeah, you <laughs> fuck you, you fuck. So, um, like, it insulted me, but it also didn't insult me. Like, you know, the thing is this. As comedians, though, if we if there's 100 people in the audience and everybody laughs but one person, the one person that bothers, the one person we focus on is the person that's not laughing. Because we're like, what happened? Like, everybody else, like, and, you know, the way I, the way I tell people is this. I go, look, man, it's not like, we went to your house to tell these jokes. You came here, and if you don't like it, <laughs> that's bad. That's on you, bro. That's not on me. You know what I mean? That's just, it, I, I'm sorry you don't like my joke. I'm sorry. But I'm not sorry I did it. I like the joke, and 99% of the people here like the fucking joke. So, you know, the problem is not them or me. The problem is you. And that's the reality when it comes to, to stand-up. It's, it's like this. Um, I was like, um, I saw like a deleted scene from, from uh, Patrice O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Right, and he Great, told, one of the greatest comments oh, ever. I, I love that guy. He would right now. He would have been bigger than anybody. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Um, he told the the lady, hey, "I don't know why you're not laughing. It's like the problem is you, because laughter's contagious." And I was like, "Yeah, it is, dog. Yeah, yeah. It's true. Like, because sometimes, like, haven't you noticed? Like, there's like a some dudes like standing in the corner of the other room." And he stupidly starts laughing at a post that he's looking at. Right. And you turn to him and because he's laughing, you start laughing. Yeah, yeah. And you don't even know why you're yeah. laughing. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's contagious, dog. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, sometimes it is, is, is the person themselves, dog. Yes, laughter, the emotional herpes. That's what it is. Uh, yes. dog. <laughs> it, it, to me, like, like um, it's like crack, dog. Yeah, no, I love, look, I've always loved laughter, right? I've always loved funny people. Always. Ever since. The only reason I even got into comedy was so I can hang out with other comics. I, that's the reason I got into comedy. I didn't think I could be a comedian. I think I was. I, I didn't think I was good enough to be a comedian. I didn't think I had what it takes to be a comedian. But I told myself, I go, well, if I do open mics, then I can hang out with the open micers and be their buddy. That's all I wanted to be was their buddy, you know. And uh, so, you know, then one day I'm like, I have no choice. I got to do this shit for reals. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, man, you're doing a, a great job, and, and and you know what? We're we're always excited to hear about like stuff that you're working on, and t- tell us like what what what's coming up in your near future, so we could like uh, not lose track of you. That's right. You know, we gotta keep up with them guys. Uh, you know, tell them where you're, where they can find you on the Instagrams and all that. Well, stuff. right now on Instagram, you can follow me at Joey Medina Comic. Join one word, Joy Medina Comic. That's also uh, Facebook, Joy Medina Comic. I have, I do still have uh, MySpace because I don't know how to turn it off, but it's out there. But August, for, for those of you who live in the L.A. area, especially in West Covina, August 17th through the 20th, August 17th through the 20th, I'm going to be at the Laugh Factory in West Covina live. It's going to be a kick-ass show with Renee Garcia and, uh, let's see, Mike Kim. 
Little Chinito, he's hilarious, man. One of the funniest dudes I know. So is Renee. You guys going to love that show. All right, there it is, man. Uh, you know what? Uh, hey, hey, guys, do me a favor. Check out that show. Buy your tickets before time. Yes, yes. Because it, 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 it possibly can't get sold out, and you don't want to miss it, dog. And yeah, and that that if you haven't been to the West Covina Laugh Factory, it's beautiful. It's a movie theater. It's gorgeous, big stage, and it's it's like going out, like it's a special event. And um, it's definitely better than than a lot of other clubs around there. So definitely check me out uh, this month, August, along with Renee and uh, Mr. Kim, and you guys are gonna love the show. All right, uh, uh, let, let me let me drop a a. a, a Little shout-outs real quick before we leave. Absolutely. And then you could drop your shout-outs. Big shout-out to the man right here for coming on the best podcast in Long Beach. That's right. This is the best long, I mean, best podcast in Long Beach, (laughs) goddammit. Big shout-out to uh, uh, Paul Rodriguez. <laughs> yes, it's my boy. Uh, friend to the show. Big shout out to Mel Garcia. Yes, hey, hey Doc. Thanks a lot, Doc, for everything you've done for he me, is Doc. Another good boy. And, and, and big shout out to Felipe Esparza, Doc. Also a friend to the show, Doc. Yes, yes. <laughs> you want to? Hey, I love that fool. What's <laughs> <So> up, <awful. laughs> Any any shout outs before we leave, Doc? Did yeah, I want to say shout out to all of them. Um, Drew Marks, my boy out there. It's my he, he hangs he hangs out with me everywhere. Also, I'm gonna be in Lake Havasu. This Saturday, the 12th, right? So if this comes out before that, on the 12th, I believe, in Lake Havasu, Arizona. Come check me out there. It's going to be a dope show. And, um, yeah, man, thanks for having me on, bro. I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming, Doc. I'm not a hater. (laughs) (laughs) And with that said, we'll catch you guys a rato. Adios. The low rider is a little higher.